Welcome to the Outdoor Country Talk Podcast, hosted by Jacob Poole and Jeremy Shaw, where we bring country living and the great outdoors together. Yeah. Welcome back to another episode of Outdoor Country Talk. Jacob and Jeremy, coming to you from the Shaw Bros Landing, part five of the Shaw Bros episode, Shaw Bros series. What's up, Jake? Man, we have a new venue tonight, sitting over here at the camp house with a couple of the guys. A couple of guys couldn't make it, but we've got five of us. And we've got five of the of the old crew with us. Going to have a reunion and see how see how good this episode goes with everybody in-house tonight. We are. We've got five. We're missing three, which we've had them all on the podcast, but we're missing three. Judd, Gary, and Scotty. They were... All occupied, but we've uh, we got five of us raring to go here. So we got Chad Coker, who has not been on an episode with us. No, this is Chad's first one. He was supposed to make one with us a week or so ago when something came up and he wasn't able yep. to make it, but we were able to swing in uh, Gary Wayfield in, didn't he? Yeah, he did. And we have with us the Shuttler. Oh, I thought you were going to add the beep in on that one. Well, not yet. Not yet. You What's just up, Shedler? How's it going, guys? Good to be Good. here again. And we got Steve with us. The latest episode. Got Steve in the house. Hey, you got me back for a little encore. Uh, I guess they uh, weren't too disgusted with my presentation <laughs> last week. And I uh, was doing a little testing before and... Only you can prevent forest fires. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Dude, right. burn, that's about as bad as that bluegrass right there. <laughs> no. No. No, it's not. Because that, that's over and done. Yeah. What's up, Coker? Man, y'all saved the best for last. I appreciate y'all doing that for me. Is that what I we told, did? I told them that's that exactly last what time. what you did. <laughs> you know, had I showed up for the first one, there wouldn't have been any need for the rest of them. We, we would have canceled the rest of them, wouldn't we? Probably so. Everybody would have quit listening. And... Oh, man. No, I don't know if anybody would have quit listening. I mean, the, the episode's been a pretty good one from what we've seen on the numbers and everything. Yeah, it's, it's been pretty good. It's done just as well as everything else. So, it's you know, we've had picked up some new folks, folks that, you know, know us or know different people that we've been interviewing on it. So, yeah, no doubt. No I doubt. thought only my parents listened to this. I guess not. <laughs> you, think guess your parents are the only, you think your parents are the only ones that listen to the ones you're on? Our parents, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yep. No doubt. Well, look, I can say this to follow along with that. My mama told me the other day that, uh, as you know, as, as we know I'm not the technology guy, but mama even said she had it figured out on how she could listen to it on her really? phone. So if if, uh, if she's got it figured out, something must be going on. Something must be going on, huh? <laughs> yep. Well, you know, we, we've done four episodes so far. Pretty much covered the basis with Charbro's guy, except Chad. Which we, we're going to get some Chad stories here in just a little while. But uh, but this is the final one. And like we talked about the last one, we had Steve here. Um, we wanted to pretty much end it with uh, with a reunion weekend. And, you know, like we said, you know, just a little bit ago, it didn't work out for everybody to be here. But we wanted to get together and, um, and have a – heck, it, guys, I bet it's been, what, four, three years since we've all, you know, pretty much gathered up to camp, have some hunting weekend – 
And uh, we spent the whole day today scouting and, and hope it works out for in the morning. But we've been planning this for at least a couple of years. I know we've been talking about it. You know, hey, let's all get back to the camp. You know, we got different responsibilities, different places to be. and Well, we've had a lot of problems. Everybody keeps having kids or, you know, they, these things keep getting in the way. You know, each year it seems like somebody's had a new child and they can't make it. And then somebody else can't make it or somebody's oh, child's yeah. sick or, yeah. you know, it, life keeps jumping in the way of duck hunting. And that used to not be the case. No, when we first got in here 10 years ago, none of that was a concern. Well, no. let's see. 10 years ago, I was the only one in the camp that was married. You are correct. Everybody yeah. else is single. All I know is thank goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a good thing. Oh, man, was it? That was fine. No, nothing wrong with that. You know, but it's us, probably a good thing I was not married 10 years ago. Well, we wouldn't have been able to spend as much time up here. That's the biggest thing. You know, between having you know family and stuff you've got other obligations now yeah. you know different roles of i got a little bit more different. steady job these days than i had 10 years yeah ago. i mean when you started off you were working with judd and that was you know a, a monday through tuesday job and <laughs> no that was like a tuesday through thursday at lunch job whenever i was I, I did forestry work but yeah whenever about 10 years ago i helped judd some and kind of in between forestry jobs and and i think him and i talked about it on the podcast whenever maybe the first one that him and I would work, I think it was actually like Tuesday through Thursday at lunch, and then we'd come here, and we'd hunt Friday, Saturday, Sunday, usually Monday, and we'd go back home, and we'd work. Funny how, th- how things change, don't it? Yeah, I'm going to bet there's a lot more bills now than there were then, too. Life comes at you fast, huh? I mean, we get a couple hundred dollars in our pocket. We're good for three or four days. Oh, you had money pouring <laughs> out. You're ready to rock and roll. It's not like that these days. No, 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 no. But, you know, uh, from what we did today, you know, everybody getting together and going and scouting in different directions and looking. And, you know, we got to scout. Y'all got to scout together this morning some before I got here. And, yeah. You know, that just like old times. You know, we got got it a was. fire going outside. You cooked hamburgers just a little while yeah. ago. And, yeah. And now we're sitting around a table, even though now we have equipment and. It's a little, it's a little different. different setup around the yeah. table. There's not any poker cards out yet, but no, uh, not yet. That'll probably. Right if I remember correctly, we were promised gumbo last week. Uh, last week on the podcast. Well, hold on, hold on. Still waiting. Hang on. What happened was, it didn't nobody kill a gangster today. Had we killed some gangsters this morning, it would have been fine. <laughs> well, I didn't feel like it would be fair if Judd, Gary, and Scotty was not able to make it, and I cooked gumbo. Now, I'm not saying that the gumbo's going to come out anytime soon, but if they were here, I was prepared for the gumbo pot to come out. I thought the hamburgers were wonderful myself. I mean, I was, I was were, all I, I the burgers. Yeah, yeah, the burgers were good. Yeah, the hamburgers and deer sausage was quite fine. Didn't have to worry about what kind of duck you were eating in the gumbo. <laughs> no. I love you them, You don't but, know what kind of deer that lose. was. <laughs> <laughs> That's a scary thought, but true. It was still warm on the side of the road. <laughs> well, fine. it tasted wonderful. <laughs> But no, Chad and I, you know, we talked about scouting this morning. Chad and I was blessed with an outstanding captain this morning. Oh, yes. Captain Shedler led us all through the woods, through the trails. He's got a boat now. Through the trees. In the trees, through the trees, around Over the trees. trees. Into between, the trees. <laughs> in between the trees. <laughs> all I know is when I pulled up, 
he was steadily raising Cain because y'all had not quit giving him slack all morning long. It's been like that for the last 10 years. I know. But he, <laughs> what was his comment? He said, just because I'm short doesn't mean I'm stupid. Uh, Did he say that? It was something like that. Look, at Shutter, one point say time, that? I can assure you, those words did not come out of my mouth. <laughs> at one point in time this morning, I accused him of being in cahoots with my ex-wife because I swear he was trying to kill me in the front of that boat. <laughs> <laughs> All we right. Are, we are back in one piece at the camp recording now. Everybody's okay. <laughs> Except for that knot on did my head. Did you die? <laughs> <laughs> but did you die? There's a few more scratches on the boat, but it's okay. You know, breaking it in. And in traditional fashion, Steve is getting old canoe rigged up for a, for a little stomp in the morning. Yeah, I got the old plastic canoe. Uh, <laughs> we've uh, put the, uh, the old fiberglass thing uh we're going to put it out on loan, uh, so the fleet will be fully utilized in the morning. So we got and a this, fresh uh, Minn Kota to go on the back. Yeah, we got the Mad River plastic thing, and we're going to put a brand-new <laughs> Minn Kota. So it's it's all maiden voyage in the morning, and uh, those maiden voyages, things can tend to go go wrong. You know, gets it, <laughs> you got to shake them down and see what happens, you know. What so, Steve doesn't know is when he gets up in the morning, I'm going to have that strapped to the hood of his truck just so it looks right. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like old days on top of the top of the Subaru. When he pulled up in a truck, I was like, "That is so disappointing." Yeah. I wanted to see it on that car again, on that station wagon. Yeah, that's sorry to disappoint y'all. That's okay. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm gonna strap it down. You did that notice night. that that made the podcast cover, huh? The sure cover did. photo. Yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. A little throwback there. It was. It was for sure. No good old days. Absolutely. So we're going to see what happens in the morning. We're going to give it a voyage and uh, Heck yeah. strap that thing on there, uh, battery powered, and see where it takes us or doesn't take us. So, as we said in the last podcast, Steve is always going for the for the more primitive route. No, no combustion engines required, huh, Steve? Uh, just, you know, you're going to accuse me of being green. <laughs> <laughs> Keep, yeah. I'm keeping the carbon footprint down. There you go. There you go. Well, if you'll get all the kinks worked out first thing in the morning, we got a spot to try it tomorrow afternoon. <laughs> but I'm not going on a maiden voyage of the Titanic with you in the morning. Uh-oh. You and I about went on a maiden voyage today trying to figure out where that culvert used to be at. <laughs> we went walking down a little road, and there's a culvert to the left and a bent-up one to the right. And Chad said, I'm, I'm just waiting on my foot to disappear in a minute. You know, I'm I'm rub, feeling along the bottom, and there's going to be a hole here I somewhere. Mean, slide, slide, slide. No, the uh, and we had a that was a pretty little spot we were in this afternoon. It just nothing wanted to work down in there, so you could have took a little canoe and slid and just got across that ditch where you could have got just a little farther from the truck. Now, Chad, this year you, as in every year, you spend more time. Would you say you spend more time up here deer hunting or duck hunting? Depends. Uh, used to, I would I'd duck hunt all the time. Didn't want to deer hunt, but it gets hard when there's no ducks to hunt. So I learned a lesson. When you got ducks, you duck hunt. When you don't have ducks, you deer hunt. Well, I deer hunted yesterday. Saw 23. And it closed deer season. So I'm back to duck hunting. So I'll get four days of duck hunting in before I go back home. But you found, over the years, hunting all these different areas up here, you found some really neat spots with some, I mean, there's some really magnificent deer up in this area. It is. There's some really, really nice deer. Can I tell you about the time I went deer hunting up here? Yeah, throw that in there. So, Shedler, you know, 
I've, I guess we'd probably introduce him to duck hunting in a sense. Shutter wanted to deer hunt one day. So I said, Shutter, I know one spot we'll go. I'll sit with you. So we go up here. We walk down. We walk, I don't know, two or 300 yards. Shuttler, he's in full deer mode. And I'm not. I didn't, I didn't bring a gun with me. So we sit there. I'm going to guess the hunt lasted 15 minutes. If we didn't get West Nile that trip, I'm pretty sure I'm immune to it. Shelly, you remember that deer hunt? I do. Now that you talk about the West Nile, I'm, <laughs> we're on the same page here. Well, I mean, he is from New Orleans. so I mean, Oh, my gosh. He ought to be built for it. I was not. We sat there for about 15 minutes. And I, I, I mean, I, I guess it was warm. I don't know. But I remember the mosquitoes were so terrible. I mean, we were around water. We wasn't right up on water. We were around it. And I told him, I said, buddy, you may want a deer hunt, but I am not. So we left, and he ended up shooting some deer at my place. He's I'm not going to talk about that. He's killed several deer uh, with me over the years. Well, can I tell one of the deer hunting stories that is still my all-time favorite up here? Sure. If y'all remember, we had gotten up that morning and went duck hunting. And when we first started – we would duck hunt, then we might squirrel hunt, then we would deer hunt. You know, just kind of field the whole day. Depending on anybody wanted a nap or whatever. Well, we had duck hunted that morning in a wood duck hole. Had a pretty good little shoot that morning. Come out. We get back to camp, and Chad said, I know where some deer at. Come on. We grab climbing stands, grab bows. We take off running. Get down in there, and I hike into one spot, and he kind of pointed an area said there was a food plot up there go we hunt off the edge of the plot and he was going on down a couple hundred yards well i don't know hour and a half two hours in we're another hour so far dark somebody from the camp texts me don't tell chad but we have a band on this wood duck that's what you mean a band on that wood duck oh i remember Uh uh-huh Look, I'm sitting in my stand trying not to laugh, and I wanted to go ahead and climb down, but I didn't want to mess it up. Well, it wasn't 15 minutes later. Here he come huffing and puffing by. He's on a hurry. you got to hurry up. There was a band on that wood duck I shot this morning, you didn't tell me. What do you mean I didn't tell you? My dog brought every one of them ducks back. I know good and well there wasn't a band on one. we got to go. Come on. So I pulled that stand up, and I hiked behind him the whole time trying not to laugh and not to give it away. And when he pulled up, y'all had one of them that said, you know, you are a sucker or something. Oh, no, 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 no. What did it actually so, say? So, I think it was Shetler and I get to the camp. I had ordered a dozen band. They were real bands. And it's like an actual band. But I ordered them off eBay. So, I'm like, the ducks were sitting right back here. I guess y'all shot them at more and left them at the camp. And, uh, and I knew y'all had shot them. So, I said prime opportunity slid it i think i sent maybe y'all in a group a picture or chad a picture or something like that i'm like who killed the bandit wood duck this morning and the response was like like pretty much like you said i killed a bandit wood duck and i didn't even know it that mm-hmm. i i well, he was huffy at me i you ended, didn't tell me i ended like, the deer do you hunt think you would have ever seen the band had i seen it that was pretty awesome well, chad yeah. Just because I love you. He must have sprinted to the truck after that one. Well, all I can tell you, it was one of the hardest things I ever had to do to not laugh behind him because I knew what the joke was. I would have. And it was. I would have gave it away. When he's steadily telling me to hurry up, I'm never usually told to hurry up. So, I mean, I'm dragging behind and 
I wasn't giving nothing away. I no. was going to make him come here and see <laughs> what it was. Coker, you're the only one so far that hadn't been on the podcast. We got to hear some good stories. Where do you want me to start? Ah, it's up to you, buddy. Well, let's go back. I'll tell you PG what, rated. PG rated. We're going to keep it G rated. G rated. All right. I'm going to go all the way back to my first trip up here. I don't even know if I remember that. I think it was 2008, 2009. It's probably 9 or 10, 2000, 2009, I think. Something like that. Hunter Ray drags me to. Yeah, I remember that. To Sharbro's Landing. That, so that's how you got into camp was Hunter Ray, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh. Yes. I thought it was Scotty. I thought it was Scotty as well. No, it was Hunter. But I mean, I knew Scotty, but didn't had no idea he was in the camp. Yeah, because you worked with Scotty's mom yeah. at the time. Yeah. So, Hunter Ray says, we got ducks. We go and kill ducks. I mean, I, I knew all y'all. Yeah. So, we pull up here that night, and you can see the camp house at the time from five miles down the road. Because Coming all from the, the north, that's right. All the glass. We pull up and get out and meet and greet and stand around the fire and Oh, we found 200 mallards. It was mallards and gadwall and wood ducks. We're going to kill them in the morning. I'm thinking, great, guys. All right. I break out a pair of waders that I had when I was in college, and I graduated in 2003. So a six-year-old pair of waders. Yeah, you know. Six years been in a box. The first five steps out of the truck into the water, I said, I think my waders are leaking. (laughs) I want y'all to know it was cold that morning. We walked, what, a couple hundred yards in there, that little wood duck hole? I don't really know exactly where we hunted. Not too far off that, in that flood, uh, the flooded timber at Twin Oaks. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. That little spot they used to flood. Yeah. Let's walk a couple hundred yards. I'm like, guys, my left boot's full of water. I think I do remember this now. I'm pretty sure I do. Yeah, I, I do remember Well, that. it was what? It was five of us that morning. We killed a... Five man limited wood ducks in yeah. fifteen minutes. Eight o'clock, Mattlers will be here at eight o'clock. At nine o'clock flight, they're gonna be here. <laughs> Ten o'clock flight. Yeah, we waited till eleven thirty. And we ain't seen a mallard. Boy, it sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> now wait a minute now. I'm in leaky waders and it's cold. So we hike out, everything was fine, had a good time. We got some waders at the camp for you. <laughs> They're probably still hanging in there. <laughs> Y'all, if you held the waders up to the light, you could see, see through the, the waders. <laughs> <laughs> they were patched. Fly fishing waders. Oh, they had enough silicone on them to. <laughs> to but they didn't leak. <laughs> but that was my, my first trip to, uh, to the landing. Was right. that the same weekend? And I actually saw this picture the other day. It popped up and. And I started laughing about it. So we were uh, we were headed home. It was about that same time frame. Hunter Ray was riding with you, and I was blessed with Pooter riding with me. Pretty sure it was it was in, we were in my truck, and we were going down Forty Nine Highway, and there was a mooning contest, if I remember correctly. Yeah. <laughs> now how this? I don't remember what led up to this, but it was like. Everything pressed up to the class. <laughs> if it wasn't, if it wasn't that weekend, it was very, it was very good. close, very close. Oh man, that was some great. Yeah, because the first weekend it was, it was me and you. Yeah, it was Judd, Pooter, and Hunter. That's right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. 
Man, that's that's been a long that time. That was uh that was a really good hunt. I mean that was you can't kill them in a wood ducks any faster. What we killed them picked no, up that morning. No, no, that was that was about as the best you could ask for. Well one time I remember from from this time frame is that we were hunt we were hunting twin oaks again. We were hunting out in the field at Twin Oaks. And you guys can attest to this. Chad was always one of these guys, he would go to sleep on you fairly quickly in the duck hole. I don't know what you're talking about. But yeah, you do. Shut Look, up. I could go to sleep standing up next to a tree. And uh, so we had gotten the bright idea. I don't know if it's these chairs we're sitting in right now. We brought chairs from the camp to set up out there into those fields, brush them in. I mean, that, it looked good, I thought, at the time. I mean, I, I, heck, that's been 10 years ago. But So we're sitting there. I think we shoot a few ducks. And Coker has then commenced to snore. Like, we just got done picking up some ducks, if I'm not mistaken. Coker done commenced to snore. And I'm like, is this guy sleeping over there? And Hunter Ray was like, yeah, he does that from time to time. I'm like, all right. So we, like, shoot. <laughs> and it was almost, Steve, like the like Joe's reaction whenever he was in the, in the P-Row or the canoe or whatever. He just – he about tore that – chair up and every brush he had on him because he he didn't know what had happened i mean we just i i don't even remember if we shot at ducks or we just shot just to wake the guy up but i don't know how he got to the camp without falling asleep <laughs> <laughs> he'd drive himself look i can drive you're calling here. and checking on him i can drive anywhere and not go to sleep but used to if i sat down i was going to sleep <laughs> but there was a there was a reason for that that and has I, gotten better had it changed and i fixed that problem and now nobody sleeps with earplugs Everybody sleeps peaceful at night. I get some rest. Well, we appreciate that. All of us <laughs> in the camp really appreciate that. All right. Can we tell the one? I've got to tell it. The CPAP machine? Yeah. Go for it. So we're, we come in from hunting one day. I'm sitting on the couch. I think I had taken about a 30-minute nap, something like that. And Pooter, I don't think he ever took a nap. Like, he was always cleaning in the camp, doing something. And I'm sitting there watching TV, and everybody else is asleep. He taps me on my shoulder. Come here, come here, come here. You got to come here. I said, what? No, you got to come here. Chad is laying on his bed, taking a nap. He got his CPAP machine. He's like a he's like a new man. Sounded like Darth Vader. Sounded just like Darth I Vader. I don't care what it sounds like. When I go to sleep, I sleep. And when I'm awake, I'm awake. Oh, Luke, I am your father. <laughs> so, Pooter... I guess he did it when everybody else was asleep. I don't really know. He would go in there and unplug the CPAP machine and sit there and watch Coker about suffocating. He'd plug it right back in. <laughs> and he he was about to die laughing by himself. And so I, I had woken up. He had gotten as tickled as a four-year-old. And he wanted me to witness it. You were here, too. Oh, Dad. yeah. The, the funny so, thing is, he didn't know where the on and off button was. <laughs> he was unplugging <laughs> no, it. No, he was unplugging it. <laughs> but he would turn and grin. Y'all watch. Y'all watch. Y'all okay. watch this. Watch, watch this. this. Watch this. And I sit there and look at Chad. I'm like, this guy may die from this. Yeah, he's over there going. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'd plug it back in. And here. Pooter would get so freaking tickled. Oh, we had to go outside. Ridiculous. If you remember, we had to go sit on the tailgate so he could finish laughing. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> He had gotten so tickled about it. And the neatest thing was is Chad never woke up. No. You know, no. No, Chad never, never, never did called him. About it. 
I bet it's from all them mallards who killed that. Well, and the funny thing is, there's no telling how long he had been doing it. No. No, he may have been on for two or three hours. (laughs) (laughs) That's just when he finally (laughs) ran in here and decided to tell us, y'all come watch. Yeah, we were awake, and he had somebody else to enjoy it with him. (laughs) (laughs) I miss old Pooter. So, Chad, I want – I mean, we can air this out now. I've been hunting – duck hunting up here for 10, 11 years now. Duck hunting at the house some throughout my childhood. Kind of like Scotty said, when you're squirrel hunting, you may find a wood duck shoot. You are the only man that I know of in the camp that has killed not one, but more than one banded duck. Not, Two. Not including ducks. the one that I put on the wood duck. Um, how did that happen? Well, I mean, what is it? What's the secret? It's not really a secret. <laughs> oh, you here just, we go. We're going to air this out right here. It's real easy. The, the first one was a teal. Banned in like Canada or something, yep. wasn't it? Yep. Uh, Thunder Bay, Ontario, Canada. I had never been there. We were stacked 11 deep on a catfish pond levee. And this one teal comes floating by and nobody else shot at him. I mean, I, I could obviously see that band on his on that big leg of that teal. It's shining. And, <laughs> you say, I don't call, I classify. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I reached out there and got him. Dog we still right. talking about duck hunting? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that was my first band. And that was just nobody else shot at the bird. Now, my second man was a, a mallard. Yeah. And that mallard was 10 years old when I killed it. That's impressive. Now, what a 10-year-old mallard was doing coming into my horrible duck calling, <laughs> I have no idea. Reckon how – yours may have been so unique from the from the previous nine years that he's heard calling. It, look, whatever it was, them two ducks turned in there and set up and never circled. They, they committed and came all in just one fell swoop. Well, I said that nobody else would kill one. Gary Wayne killed one up here, a banded wood duck. We talk, he talked about that, I think, on the first podcast. But I know Judd. Judd's probably been duck hunting longer than probably all of us. He's been duck hunting since he was like five years old. So he's been duck hunting for, heck, 26 years or so. And he's never killed one. I know Judd's killed a lot of ducks. But, uh, but yeah, you were, you were the ling, uh, ring leader of the, of the band killing. But pretty impressive. Yeah. Of all the ducks I've killed in all the different places I've hunted, I've never killed one. Now I've lost a coin toss. Hmm. I've never done that. I've, I've three never, times now. When Chad killed his, I wasn't there on either one of them, so I've never, I've never witnessed, uh, you know, picking up a banded duck. Well, before. both of the ducks I shot was the only one that shot at the duck. Wow. Crazy. Now the the mallard that I killed. The little hole we killed in, and we killed another banded duck. Actually, I think there's been three banded ducks killed out of that one hole. And that's re- what uh. Then renamed it the jewelry shop. That's what I was going to say. That's why that little hole is called the jewelry shop. Pretty impressive. Nice little spot. Hadn't been in there in two or three years. We may need to go in the morning. Uh, I don't think I'm going to walk that far in the morning. <laughs> well, the thing up here right now is there's so much water. I mean, it's yeah, it's, it's coming over the road in a lot of spots. A lot of spots they've got roads closed at that you can't access anymore right now. So I mean, it's yeah, we it's were so much water and Shetland so much and I, stuff spread out. Shetland and I, we got back done scouting. We brought the boat back to camp, and we were we were getting everything straightened up for in the morning. We was actually having that talk with one of the locals here about the about the flooding that you know they experienced up here last year was probably one of the biggest floods since like '73. And it's kind of kind of shaping up to be that this year something don't change. So, 
you know, I hope for all the all the locals. That, That's uh, no doubt, man. They went through a, a whole world of suffering last year. Ain't no doubt. And I, I hope I hope nothing like that happens for them this year. I know it's flooded a lot right now, but hope the rainfall will hold off and and uh, Mississippi River go back down and they can get all this this backwater out of here. But I'm gonna enjoy some of the duck hunting in it until then. Absolutely, we just have just a touch of cold weather to go with it. It's coming this week. I think it's gonna come here this week, and man, I hope it's, I hope these ducks turn off good. What about you, Shedler? Share us a good story. Um, I got one about deer hunting with uh, with Coker. I, I I feel it's only right because he, you know, I've gotten my fair share of getting made fun of. So it's, I think it's <laughs> shining the light on. Oh, is, on this, Chad. is this payback moment? I, I think we should all we should all jump in on this one. Um, Are we having a Chad roast? Is that Chad, what we're doing now? Well, Chad hadn't been here, so okay, Chad. we've roasted him a little bit. Well, okay, but <laughs> we're gonna roast Chad this evening. I'm one right. of these. I'm one of these people. Except Shetter, I'll roast him any day of the week just because I love him. <laughs> But other people are like, well, they're not here to defend themselves. Don't roast them too bad. When it comes to Shetler, I'm like, it's fair game with him. All right, Shetler. This is this is not a, a, a long story by any stretch, but it goes back to his um, – Look, we got another 30 minutes to feel. So come on. <laughs> I can't tell stories long, like drag them out like you country boys. Um, we Chad, Chad so graciously invited me on a deer hunt, and we were uh, – we had the had morning – we hunted in the morning. We got back um, – Got back to his house and we're just we're just waiting around. Kind of we had had a bite to eat and we're just you know hanging out on the on the chairs watching some TV. And I hear I hear something and it is and I look over I hear hear some snoring. I look over and he is in the chair leaning over. His shoulders are about touching his knees and he is passed <laughs> out snoring in a in a recliner, leaning forward. I thought he was gonna fall, fall forward. Pre CPAP day. Pre CPAP, absolutely. He would take about twenty naps a day, and that was nap number thirteen for the day. Y'all, I would love to know how many deer walked past me yeah, pre CPAP exactly. days while I was sound asleep in the tree because I know I have grunted up at least two dozen <laughs> Boone and Crockett's, maybe hogs. Maybe so. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Sasquatch shook my tree one time and woke me up. No doubt. I I don't hunt deer hunt nearly as much as y'all, but I I in college my dad would deer hunt with me, and I every deer I've Where'd shot y'all deer hunt is because Winona, Mississippi. That's right, I do remember. You every deer that. I shot is because my dad, you know, kind of nudged me and said, "Hey, there's something in front of us," and I don't think I saw the first one. He was he always. Uh, I'm so thankful that he woke me up and stayed. L- Larry spotted him. L- Larry spotted him. Oh man, he was freezing. He was complaining, but he he was there and he he woke me up. But. Speaking, I know Larry listens to the, to the podcast a little bit. <laughs> he does. I'm gonna go ahead and say this: I have duck hunted a lot with Shedler. I have spent a lot of time with Shedler in the woods over ten years. Shedler's handled more business today in the woods than I've ever seen one man handle business. We found duck shelter, but you, I'm going to have to give it to you. You handled a lot of, a lot of business today in the woods. Man, is, man has been selling multifamily properties and portfolios and all this today in the woods. And 
So, Larry, if you listen to this, the man worked today in the woods. I mean, I had to pull him off the, the work schedule to get him get him tuned into the duck. So, Larry, if you listen to this, he's all in. But, look, we really appreciate you calling him because that gave us a chance to catch our breath after he tried to kill us. <laughs> <laughs> he's still working on that new boat. <laughs> it's 2020. You can work anywhere, you know. Yeah, uh, I guess. Oh, man. But, you know – I know he's killed several deer at your house, and I know I've took him on several mm. deer hunts and killed several deer with me. I don't Maybe. like where this story's migrating to. Can we go back to the <laughs> You know, maybe one day he'd take us on a little trip somewhere. Well, we, we talked about that on a, on a few before, but we, we, are, we are trying to schedule that. i tell you what I'm going to do, Chad. This year, I'm going to get, get him on his first turkey. We even watched a turkey hunting show at my house before we left, kind of get him the feels of how it's going to be. But uh, I'm going to get him on his first turkey this year. Well, do not show him the video of the turkey that we killed because I don't go – I've never been on They're many that, that textbook quite went like that. So, uh, <laughs> look, I'll give three to one odds he misses the first one he shoots at. I would agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm not going to say how many I'm going to guarantee, but I'm going to guarantee him a shot at one. I don't even – I told I told Shaw I don't need a shoot, but he, he, he insisted. But I, I would – I said I would just be along cameraman. for the ride. Cameraman. You knew cameraman right there. Be along for the ride, no, just I'm to experience a, I'm going to video his. I mean, I always give up one turkey at our place of years, and we put in for the draw hunts this year, so I'm going to try to – hopefully we'll get drawn for something. But the turkey at our place this year, I'm going to give it up to Shuttler. I'm gonna I'm gonna sacrifice mine and give it up to him. I will I want you him. May to, have a youngin at your house not happy about that now. Well, he he's got one guaranteed if you know everything works out. So I'll I'll give up two this year. But I'm gonna give up mine to Shedler. Okay, and we'll see how it works I, out. I hope I don't I don't blow that, but <laughs> well, I hope I do. <laughs> I hope it don't well, mess up that. What opportunity. we may need to do on this, I may need to come feel on this one. Maybe, and that way y'all can. Well, I may have to treat him kind of like I do. I was not going to. I wasn't going to say that. But that's right. Let him sit in your lap. Okay, 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 honey. Shoot him. Watch it. Not that one. That's the hen. Now look. Now you know he's going to buy a new shotgun because you can't turkey hunt with you. Don't you duck gun. Don't tell him. No, no. It ain't the same shotgun shells. The camo is totally different. Calls. He is not calling. I can tell you that. He's a grand in. Don't even know it yet. Will he need a boat? Yeah. Well, that's covered. No, one of those battery-operated S- bicycles. Surface drive. I've you're heard. going oh. to need one of the bicycles <laughs> to go all 200 yards back there. Yeah. Yeah. Steve, what you think, man? Uh, you don't have to shoot both ways. Turkey hunt. <laughs> <laughs> Did he go there? I think he jumped in both feet, didn't he? I think that's four or five of the Sharbros series that that's been brought up. <laughs> Hey, you told the man, I shoot both ways. That's what he said. But, you know, he got a a demonstration that afternoon at the store on how to enter and exit a boat properly with waders on. I didn't see him use any of those techniques he was taught to do. Well, here's one reason why he didn't. He bought such a fancy, nice boat, he's got a step on the back. Well, there you go. You and I are flopping over like two beach whales (laughs) trying to get in the front up there. Shedler chooses a step option in the Graceful. Mm. I just kind of roll over the side and hope I land soft. I got a freshwater hose. I goes off the mud before I get in. I don't want to. 
Look, I'll tell this. Several years ago, I was on a duck hunt down in Louisiana, and the guy went to throw his feet over and roll over the side. And when he did, his feet didn't come down level. Ooh. And when I tell you that man took a bath at 530 in the morning, (laughs) and it was cold, it was, you know, 25, 28 degrees that morning. So, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like Shuttler. If there's a step, I'm going to use a step. I'm not rolling over the side uh, if I can help it. I'm talking about, about getting wet and getting beat to a hole. We were having a discussion earlier about we weren't getting beat to a hole. I'm not getting beat in the morning, by the way. I'm just saying. I'm telling you, as soon as we finish, it's it's 8.10 right now at night. You know, if we I, can finish this and go on and go. I've heard this before. but uh, well, I'm sleeping in the boat. A good duck hunt we had up here. Seemed like it was me and Scotty, Shedler, and one of Shedler's buddies showed up to hunt. I don't know which one of us was two minutes late getting in the truck. Oh, I know exactly what story you're talking about. I wasn't there, but I know the so story. So we go, we go flying down the highway. Scotty's mad, jumps out with us. He goes down a ditch bank. He don't get five steps in the woods in the water, and you hear kabloosh. Dunham fashion right here. Face first. All the way. <laughs> that was by far the worst duck hunt pre-daylight, I guess, we've had up here. We talked about this episode Because it wasn't three. to rush because Judd was already sitting in the hole waiting. Well, it was episode three we talked about in pure Dunham fashion that he's always got to have the Superman attitude that, you know, he's going to do this, he's going to do that, he don't need no help all this and and Swinney filled his waders up that morning the gray duck hole and we had to I sacrificed a jacket I think Gary Wayne sacrificed a jacket old Dunham look that morning he was so mad he come back to camp didn't hunt with us that's exactly right I remember that I, I think me and Gary may have been hunting somewhere else and uh, we come back it was, it was Funches and Judd was in the hole and Scotty was sitting at the camp <laughs> and he filled us all in on exactly what happened yeah bless his heart uh, I, I have learned now to go ahead and pack and have everything in the truck before I go to sleep. So when I get up, all I got to do is... Exactly know. like you did this morning, right? <laughs> exactly. Oh. What are you talking about? <laughs> I wasn't running late this morning. I told you fellas to wake me up when y'all got up. And I got up. We were right on time. But my bag will be packed. We'll be in the truck and we won't be late in the morning. It's a long walk in if you are. It's a long walk. It's going to be a long boat ride. There's two or three little boats out there. I'll paddle if I have to. Look, I went on a, a boat ride with Scotty one February up here going to do a little postseason scouting in a 14-foot boat with a Minn Kota trolling motor. Steve, is that you? Now, so, hold on. That sounds for me. I'm looking at a Minn Kota. Hold on. Wait a minute. Now, have y'all heard this story? I don't think I have. All right. We leave the truck in the ditch. And he's got the trolling motor gap wide open. We're going to check these holes. We're going to find these holes. We're going to cookie trail them to the holes. We're going to have breadcrumbs coming out. We can get in there next year. We're going to kill it. It's going to be great. Y'all, we get probably two miles, and I'm not exaggerating, two miles from the truck in the boat paddling. He's running a trolling motor, and he's using it like a surface drive. Imagine that. He lost the prop. To the trolling motor. To the trolling motor. On a Minn Kota. Fell off. Yep, gone. Tore it up. Spun it. Spun it. Steve, did you get the extra tough prop with the Minn Kota? 
Oh, no, I did not. So. <laughs> do you plan to do it in Dunham fashion, or are you going to take it a little, little bit easier? Don't let Dunham borrow it. <laughs> I just want you all to know this. I've been on, a, 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 as Daddy would say, a menu fishing trip in my life. I can scull a paddle a boat as good as anybody in the world. The one person you don't want in a boat paddling? Scotty. Oh, my God. <laughs> he paddles like a girl. <laughs> And that's, I'm, we'll, we'll leave it G-rated. Scotty paddles like a girl. And we're talking about a, a feminine lady, not a. I'm talking not about a, not I'm, a I'm athletic talking, lady. I'm talking about like a like a six year old kindergarten that you just took her crayons away from her little girl. Wow. I'm not sure you can draw much more of a picture than that. You know, <laughs> I can tell you how far we were. We were past the coon hole, a half a mile. Wow. <laughs> And y'all paddled back from no, there? No, I paddled back from well, there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you paddled back. But, you know, I've paddled in there before, too. Hmm. So, yeah. hope, wish you better luck in the morning, Steve. Well, we're going to find out. I'm taking paddles. Donald didn't want to take a paddle. We don't need no paddle. I said, I ain't going without a paddle. I mean, I got a 21-foot bass boat. It's got a paddle in it. I don't know how far yeah. I can get with that paddle, but it's got a paddle. Well, time out. Seller, you got a paddle? I do. Okay. I might have two. Oh, he's got a push pole. I a push pole. He's in good shape. He he watched me push pole a good 300 yards today. I don't know what he was doing. I think he was on one of them conference calls. Hashtag Larry had him working. Is that what he was doing? Cajun slumlord. <laughs> you know it's bad on a on a friday the end of duck season it can't get a day off and you work for daddy i'm gonna give it to him man he uh shutter stopped me on several occasions day hey man just sit here and listen for ducks i got a conference call to get on he's dedicated hashtag larry give him a raise i mean the man's been <laughs> He's been working in a duck hole the last two or three days. He was, yeah. uh, he Hell, was you know, he was doing customer relations. He, and uh, he's been duck hunting more than me lately. Look, what I want to know is how do you get a job like that? I mean, could, how do you apply with Uncle Larry to be the to be the? Apparently, you have to be born, Jeff. To be the, uh, to, has, be the to be the company. This, this is hashtag, you got to be born in the right spot. Hashtag Larry, are you hiring? That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> the company liaison, the hunting liaison for the for the corporation. That's that's the, the title I want. Outdoor liaison. I'm still wanting to know is does the condo actually exist or is this a mythical creature, kind of like a unicorn? Because you know we've been talking about it for several years that we were. We were going to condo to all hang out. and I think I've asked the past two years. I gave you all three dates, and at one point I heard snail season, turkey season, I understand. I heard crab season. Every single moving creature there is. Shudder. For an excuse we, not look, to look, make. We, we want to go in the summertime when there's actually people there. We don't want to go in we October. Get it, we get they don't invited, want us there we when get people We get invited at the end of February and the 1st of October. Yeah. That's I a, mean, that's a slow months. That's when they when they have a little little extra time. I'm thinking since Larry is a is a podcast regular, he's gonna hear this and he's gonna squeeze us in some prime dates, Chad. He's What'd gonna you rectify the situation. I think so. I think he's got the pull to do it. We may have the July Fourth weekend this year. <laughs> hey, I'm in. Uh, when, wait, when do the wait, Blue Angels wait, wait, fly? Wait, wait, July Fourth. It's got to be a season. Then yeah. I got to check my dates. 
There's there's something going on. Yeah, last time I checked, lizard, it was called lizard bikini season. season. I think. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that's that's. I'll work uh, on that between now and then. You work on your bikini bod. Uh, <laughs> Because my understanding from what I heard today, uh, since duck season started, the, the swimsuit bod has backed down from both you and Chad. So One never got any work, and one is just slacked off. All right, I'm going to leave that up to the crowd to <laughs> determine which one's which there. But All I'm going to say is that uh, a friend of mine told me a while back that uh, – you know, brown fats, prettier than white fats, or tanning at least. I try. Okay. Oh, yeah. That golf tan will come in handy. The golf tan. Oh, I don't I think see. that's going to help in that swimsuit. <laughs> that shiny white belly's going to be standing out you, there. you got to start with the golf tan because you can't fish with your shirt off it, you know, in April. <laughs> but by, by July 4th weekend, we'll have a tan. We'll, good we'll to be go. Right. Yeah. We'll, be, we'll be good to go, Chad. Yeah. Oh, man. Steve. Yes, any, pl- any plans for Joe getting back to Sharp Bros this year? Uh, Joe Joe likes to get up here. Um, he's all into his golf game, and I think when he gets burned out on that, he'll he'll be back up here. Think but so? I think the duck season's going to play out before he gets before back that. here. Yeah, but man, it was great seeing him this year. It's yeah, been, but it's been five years since we've seen him. Yeah, yeah, he's doing good. He's uh, playing his golf, and he's always texting me. You know, yeah. I'm working on this. I'm working on that, and my putting's getting better, and I'm uh, doing this and shaving strokes off here and there, and so uh, he he's all into golf. And uh, I like that shaving strokes off. Every time I pick my ball up and throw it, it seems to help me out a lot. What? <laughs> I mean, or drop wherever I think it should have landed. Sure, because I couldn't find it. But I've noticed over the years, I spend more time touring the course than the people that work there. I've seen places on those <laughs> golf courses that the groundskeepers haven't seen. But I always come out with way more balls than I started with. Yeah. Right? That's the, the main thing. As long as you as long as you leave more than you started with. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm sightseeing. Well, the way, the way Joe was talking when he was up here, he's not one of those kind of golfers. Well, that's you, no you fun. You vouch for that, Steve? Uh, with regard to what? Is he? To, to, to being out in the woods looking for balls. I, seemed, no, no. Seems like the way uh, his talk, he talked, he's out in the fairway. No, it's So it's, it's, you're saying Joe may get miffed if I rode over his ball with the cart? Yeah. yeah no, he, so. he's not looking for uh, all beat up balls in the woods. He's got new Pro V1s. Yeah, and he's, he's out, out in the fairway. Oh, I come up with some of those too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I've come up with I some don't Callaways and some. The way Joe you know, talked. I mean, some really nice ones. We're not recovering his out in the woods. He's out in the fairway while we're out there. Well, I'll pick his up there too. It doesn't matter. <laughs> well, sounds like next time he's in town, we need to get a little little golf matchup. I'm thinking he's going to be throwing rocks at us when we finish. Because <laughs> I'm going to do everything I can think of to torment him. <laughs> well, I like to tell you, we can, we can show up with Pops. Cause, yeah. you know, Pops is a pretty fair golfer. He's a scratch golfer. And if he can't beat you, he'll get in your head, and then he'll beat you that way. Yeah. Well, when I leave, plays eight days a week, so. Yeah. When eight. I unstrap your bag and wait till you take off in that cart and you leave all your clothes behind, it'll be okay. <laughs> yep, he does play eight days a week, that's for sure. Yeah. That's kind of what I understand. Oh man! Well, you yeah, you know, when you play thirty six holes a day, I mean, you've got to figure something out. No doubt. No doubt. I don't even think I play thirty six holes a year. No. No. For yeah, a I fact, do. I, I do during the summer. Well, old man told me one time, a man that owns golf clubs don't need a boat, and a man that owns a boat don't need golf clubs. 
There's nothing true or ever been said. That's why Shuttler don't have any golf clubs. You can't have both. That is correct. Well, he just got a boat. <laughs> that is correct. Well, no, no, he's, no, had no, he's had a boat. He's had a boat. Well, just well, not well, a. Well, just hold on. He just bought a boat that's useful to us. Because for one, we don't ever get invited to the condo, so we don't ever get to ride the the bay boat. He just bought it. I told him this year. I told him and Gary Wayne. Because me and Gary Wayne kind of went in. Well, it was like 96% Gary Wayne, 4% me. I provided a gas tank for the boat. Tires. And tires. The rest of it was all Gary Wayne. I told them, too. I said, look, I provide the ground transportation. Y'all provide the water transportation. I got the Ranger. I'm good for the ground. Y'all get us by water. So Shetler took this by, I'm going to get us a $13,000 rig, and we're going to do this upright. But he told me he got a hick of a deal on it. I, don't, I found him the boat. Just in case, you know, Mr. Larry's listening. <laughs> Heck of a deal. Hashtag. Hashtag. Shetler needs a raise. <laughs> <laughs> Look, since he don't own golf clubs, you know, I'm already going to apply for the hunting liaison with the corporation. I wonder if I could be the golf liaison also. You got some clients need to, need to take to the country club and chill around? <laughs> I have missed out on many a golf uh, golf trips. Work golf trips because well, I, don't ever turn not, one down. Just say you got a associate. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> you I have a, fun, but I am I am zero good at that. So no, I'll, just, I'll just I know no way I know Sean, me and you played the tournament last time we played together. Played the tournament, won the tournament. We won it. That's exactly right. I forgot all about that. We won the tournament. Yep. How sure bad did y'all pencil whip that thing? No, we didn't. No. We, <laughs> we, we were old. Steve's over here laughing. He, he's thinking the same thing think, I Steve? am. He was a mugging fest. Yeah. <laughs> that pencil had a racer on it. No, we actually played. We, as, as everybody says, we brother-in-lawed, and that four-man yeah, scramble really good. I, if I remember correctly, that was probably one of my best putting days that I've had. If I remember correctly. We, heck, we hadn't played in a tournament since. That was our no, first tournament yeah. to play together, and we hadn't played one yep, since. I played that's one been since. three or four years ago. Yeah. I forgot all about that. Sure did. Sounds like another reunion. I'm gonna tell I'm you, in. we had a little. We need to have a summertime get together golf golf scramble. Uh, I would love to see all of our crowd playing golf. Oh, that'd be awesome. We, we did. We had a we had little Steve, trip up here. Oh yeah, we, we should go over to Dancing Rabbit. <laughs> oh no, look when y'all come to Orange no, Beach, we're going to Pine that. Hills. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna play the nine hole course. When y'all twice. come to Orange Beach, there's a, a nine hole par three. I have fun with that. It takes about an hour and a half. Par three. You want to play at the putt-putt place? Hey, <laughs> come on. We'll have fun. I need you, to borrow some Are you going to have the, the express down there when we go to Orange Beach? Absolutely not. Oh, I'm, I'm not coming. I want to take the express. You're riding a bay boat. We got to, you know, we can't ride in a white boat. No. We got to ride in the camouflage. That's right. Oh, you take the bass boat. No. Nope. Coker. Hold on. We can stop and get us some of Cajun Reebok so we can get on that white boat. You can't wear the green Crocs on it, but you can wear some of them Cajun Reeboks. Look, all I'm looking forward to in that camouflage boat in the morning is Shedler blaring some tunes with them mallards laid out all across the front. Is that wishful thinking? Don't jinx what? it. I'm don't jinx. Don't 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 go look and throw at this the point. There's no the- jinxing. Shedler and I get on like two barn burner hunts a year, and we've had one this year. 
We're due. We're You're saying due. this is tomorrow is the day. Tomorrow's the day. But we're we're nearing the end of season, guys. I mean, it's it's, it's now or and now or wait till November. We're due. Just saying. But anyway, so we're nearing the end of the Sharbro series. And, guys, I just got to say, I mean, you know, a lot of people have hunting camps. A lot of people have places they hang out. And a lot of you can probably relate that's listening. But a hunting camp is nothing more than a friendship in my mind. I mean, if Hold it wasn't I think for, I got something in my eye. Hold on. If it, yeah, shut up. <laughs> if it wasn't for a hunting camp, I mean, we probably wouldn't. I mean, Jake and I would probably know each other. I mean, we would probably know each other. But, I mean, you know, we, we're five – episodes in to a bunch of stories that's happened over 10 and years scratched the surface and hadn't that's exactly right no, Chad. we've I mean, told all the pg stories yeah i mean there's and really haven't told all of there's those. stuff that we'll probably tell our kids when they get old enough to listen to them about things that we've done things that that's went on at the camp but i mean you know it's old however old this place is i don't know exactly how old i'm looking at the building's over 100 that yeah. zebra's got to be 212 <laughs> years old i mean it's missing an ear so <laughs> there's enough dust on it i mean you know you think about a place this old and just think about it's nothing but a building but the things that i mean the friendships that's developed out of it the i mean just the fellowship that's happened i mean it's pretty awesome in, in my mind and and you know brought a group of guys together and we're able to come on here and tell heck five hours worth of stories that's that's happened, you know, and that's not even like Chad says scratching the surface. Pretty pretty cool deal, in my mind. Shedler, how do we eloquently return that zebra back to the Smithsonian? <laughs> Why am I brought into this? I didn't even notice the ear was gone. You got that boat. <laughs> all, all I know is that a ze- zebra is supposed to be black and white. Y'all, and this all one I know, is brown and white. Before we get off here tonight, I do have to tell this one thing. I all keep right, looking at it, and if y'all will look over to your left, other side there. Yeah. When the new when the windows first got covered, I cried a little. I think I got something caught. Well, behind that. yeah. I mean, we were all, you know, kind of shocked that they got covered, but. Steve couldn't help himself. He had been in here maybe <laughs> five minutes. Maybe. And five it minutes. was bothering him that he could not see out. <laughs> so he went and cut him a little hole I in. Got a hole in I there. mean that man had spent no telling how much time putting all that up, but I mean it's I mean, if you look at all the nails, they're all screwed in and perfect sink. I mean, everything is just right. <laughs> Steve had to cut a hole and then in there's it. a twenty four by twelve <laughs> section. <laughs> that the Delta Waterfowl sign will not cover. Nope. Nor the will the silent majority stands with Trump sign cover. No, nope, it's not gonna get it. Oh man. That's just another touch of Shaw Bros in my mind. Nothing wrong with it. Nope. nope. Well let's close it out there. That'll work. Guys, I enjoyed it. It's been a heck of a five part series and uh we're gonna keep on keeping on with Shaw Bros. Look, I say if we ever get to make that condo trip, we'll have to do a, a broadcast from the we, condo. We will do a broad hashtag Larry invite us, but um, we, we're going to go to the condo and record this one from there. Hashtag Larry. It's outside of hunting season. We thank all of you for listening to this episode of Outdoor Country Talk with Jacob and Jeremy. God bless. Well, ain't nothing like a southern air. 
Lord, to make you feel alright. I got the windows down. I got the radio on. 